Welcome back to the Leia Podcast with your host, Malia Ibikume Swopes. We are here to talk all things sensuality, spirituality, our reconnection to self, and everything in between. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your resting space. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back, guys, to the Layer Podcast. How are y'all? How was your week? <sighs> yes, I'm being consistent. Shout out to a Friday. A, a good week of consistency. <laughs> Give me my week. Um, but I hope you guys are doing well. I hope your week went well. Um, I actually have a fun episode. Um, it's an episode that's long overdue. Um, I think it was scheduled for like March. Um, and then it it just didn't, schedules just didn't align, all that, all that. You know, life, life just lifes. And you just got to roll with the punches. Um, but I have a fun guest who has gone from a simple colleague to a really good friend of mine. Um, his name is Rashad, and I'm super excited to talk to him today. So Rashad, would you let us know who you are, what you do, all the good things? I mean, as a person of many hats, that's... It's a lot hard to um, to put into a segment, but um, I guess I can just say that I am one of a, um, a fellow podcast hosts. Um, I have two currently at the moment. Um, one that kind of mirrors the sensuality and sexuality of yours, and then one that is a little dear to me that is um, a movie review podcast, um, photographer, uh, writer. A uh, graphic design artist and and a few other things. So yeah, you've got a you've got a, a lot of things going for you. Um, we learned today that you are a manifesting generator. So this makes a lot of sense <laughs> <Yes>. that <laughs> you are a man of many hats. Right. Um, I thoroughly enjoy both of your podcasts. Even though I'm not a big movie person, I've slowly become or am becoming a movie person. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy both um, both podcasts that you have, to which I'll link all of his things in the in the show notes, all of them. They'll all be there, so don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> Y'all will be able to get in connection with him. How long have you been a part of the lifestyle? I know you were talking about your initial podcast being about sexuality and all those wonderful things. So hey, introduced to it at 18. As far as my own practice in it, maybe since like I would say I want to say maybe I was like 20 23 20 23 24 where I actually started I would say 2012 where I really jumped like back into the mix of actually taking it seriously more recently I just basically come out the closet with it. it's uh it's been one of those things where it's like it's a journey of who you are at the time where you where you find yourself so I would say I found myself three times the first time not so good Second time was a great journey, and now I feel like I've manifested it into something that I know that I want. I know who I am. I love that. I can agree. We've spoken before about this. I started in the BDSM realm, kink realm of things pretty young, but I don't think I actually, like, came into it, mm -hmm. like, you know, for real, <laughs> until, like, you know, these last, like, five years, but... I can definitely agree with that. It's definitely a different level of finding yourself and finding like what you like and where you fit and how like the lifestyle overall fits in your life. Wanting a fun way to spice things up in the bedroom? Well, I have the perfect solution for you. Hop on over to lovesense.com. The link will be down below in the description for all of your in-person and long distance fun toys and things for you and your significant other. Catch a nut in public. Enjoy life. <laughs> Head over to lovesense.com and check it out for yourself. With that in mind, because I've 
I've recently gone on a journey. I think I've mentioned on the podcast before. If I haven't, y'all can know my business anyway, because y'all know I'd be telling y'all my business. But I've, I was, I was going to say recently, but it's not like that recently. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I have begun a celibacy journey and I've gotten a couple of questions, like just within the lifestyle in general, about like how does celibacy and BDSM, like how does that work? How is that even a thing? And so I know for you, you are also celibate. So have you also gotten those kind of like inquiries or just kind of like levels of confusion? Um, okay, so I will say this is my second go at this. Um, the first time it was because I just got out of a whole relationship and I was just trying to do anything to take my mind off of it and it just still wasn't working. So I was like, you know what? I just need to take a break from everything. Um, this time it was more so of an understanding that something is special and you want to grow into knowing somebody still. And I feel like in all honesty with, especially with BDSM, it, it takes a little bit of understanding that, you know, when you're dealing with somebody, you're also dealing with a person where it's a relationship, regardless of how you look at it. It's not one of those things where you can just jump into it and expect for it always to work. It just, it doesn't happen. It's just like any regular relationship. If you get into a relationship with somebody and you don't know each other, the relationship can fail. Yeah. If you jump into a BDSM relationship with somebody, the relationship can fail. And in all honesty, working with um, being, um, I guess I would say into a situation with somebody and not knowing them, and you're putting yourself into this situation where you don't really feel them, you just feel the things about them, then, you know, sometimes it can mess up. So I feel like it's important, especially in BDSM, because it is something that revolves so heavily around, you know, sexual nature that if you aren't cognizant of your partner, like, you could be doing wrong by them. Yeah, there's a... There's a, a big level of like self actualization that happens. I know for me, I really just decided to go on my celibacy journey because I was tired of people being lazy. Um, like you said, BDSM has a large connotation of like, you know why we're here. You know, here right, right, right. Like, we don't right. have to play any games, you know, we can do the whole we can do the vetting process and all that, but but you you know what right, we're right, here right. for, you know. And I just really got tired of like that being the leading point. Mm-hmm. Because after everything is said and done, like after the scene is done, the aftercare is done, we've done the things, like the vetting process is done, like what else is there? Yeah. Like what else is there and really having to like look at myself and deconstruct how I was coming into relationships, coming into dynamics of, of feeling like, well, because I've had this conversation with this person, they are now like entitled to my body. Like they're now, they have some sort of like ruling over when, if we are intimate and that's not how autonomy works. (laughs) I didn't really realize that that's how I was coming into things until like the initial conversation I had with someone about celibacy um, Mm -hmm. and really just looking at myself and how I was operating in that realm of, like I said, like feeling like, oh, well, I guess you're entitled to me because, you know, you're interested in me or, you know, you took me on a couple of dates or you got me a gift or whatever, like you're automatically entitled to, to me intimately. And that's just not it because- I don't know you like that. You know what I mean? I know you. I know you enough for us to get this far. But as far as really having like that bond that people in the lifestyle really talk about, like that Mm -hmm. total power exchange, those lifelong relationships, those types of dynamics, while yes, they take time, I feel like they Mm -hmm. also take boundaries. And I just... I just have this boundary because it's just like, oh, well, you know, you cute. We had a couple conversations. Now we can fuck. That's just how it's been right. for me personally. Like, I'm oh, into so. like, yeah, like, oh, you real cute. You know, you got a nice voice, sir, over there. Mm. Man, you got a nice body. You know, you talk a good game or whatever, whatever. You're intellectual. Okay, cool. It's like everybody just seems like they're in such a rush to to get to a space of intimacy that has not been created yet. 
Right. And um, I mean, I would say that, I mean, it works both ways. I could say, you know. Because the ladies love you. <laughs> no comment on that. But uh, I mean, even with it being in a sense of, okay, um, yes, I'm your dom. Okay, now what? What do I get out of it besides you? And I feel like a lot of times, like, yes, that is the end goal for them to have complete control over somebody and to do this and do that and be able to do this and do that. Oh, I told her to do this and she did it. Or, oh, I told her to to be this person and she was able to, was that. Mm-hmm. Um, we played this game, you know, she does all these things for me, but nothing for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's where you kind of lose a lot of connections of it being that somebody is doing something for you and not for you. You call me sir, you call me daddy, whatever, whatever title that you want to give me. But what do you take, what do you give me beyond that? Like, yes, you give me your body, but what do you give me beyond that? Like, do you actually like me or you like the dynamic that we have? Mm -hmm. So I think like that makes you take a step back and look at it and be like, maybe, maybe we don't really have that much. Yeah, maybe we don't, yeah, we don't, yeah. (laughs) And I think like that's what, I think that's what a lot of people are scared of, especially when it comes to something like that. Like, so if it means that I can't do the things that I want to do to you until I have earned the right to do those things to you, like, does it really, like, am I really going to say and do that? Um, nah, I'll just move on to somebody who's going to let me do it off real. That's how it felt like on my end. Like, oh, okay, you're celibate. Like, even though we've had all these wonderful conversations, we've had these, like, this great time together, you know, I can see that we, we gel, you know, we're starting to really gel, whatever, whatever. And then it's like, well, yeah. I'm celibate or like I start that with the conversation, you know, somewhere in the midst of like a date or meeting someone, you know, online or whatever. And then like, (laughs) I remember one person who uh, we were talking, really nice guy, all that cute shit. And he made like a sexual like comment to me. And I was like, well, you know, it'll happen soon enough if it's supposed to happen. And he was like, well, you know, we can meet up and make that happen. And I was like, not right now. Like I'm celibate. Like that's not up to you. You know, I never heard from that man again. <laughs> like I yeah. never. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like people sometimes can take this as a non-intentional type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, for one, let's just be honest. No dumb ever chooses a sub. So <laughs> I feel Amen. like once, once you, once you get that power, more so taken in the sense of okay yes i'll be your sub but these are my conditions then it's like oh well you just oh you're trying to boss everything oh, like, huh? <laughs> so i mean you know honestly like it's one of those things where it's like it's like it's like we're regular dating if you're gonna if you're gonna be with somebody if you're gonna court somebody you know and they have this standard about them if you don't want to do that you, you really know, don't you, you can move on you can you, know, you do then you know you have the potential to open up a different type of life and i think like that's what this journey is is opening up a different type of life yeah. and seeing something different in somebody that you you rarely saw like yes i see you as this object of perfection i see you as this this goddess this this submissive that would do anything you know but do I see you beyond that? Do I see the things that you do? Do I see the things that you like? Does it matter when we don't do anything? Like, does it matter when, you know, we're not in, you know, our dynamic? Like, you know, where do we go from there? Right. And same vice versa. Like, do you see me beyond, you know, the dominance? And I think a lot of people, like, in certain situations, if they sat back, they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And it's because there's not there's nothing else there. Yeah. And, it feels like everybody's in a rush. It feels like everyone is in the rush, in a rush rather for intimacy, but they're just going to have sex. Mm-hmm. And like sex and intimacy, while they can be together in a room, mm-hmm. every single time you have sex with somebody, it doesn't mean that it's an intimate like connection or a moment. It doesn't mean that. Intimacy just means something different to me and that it's like a very like energetic, spiritual type of connection where you really... Like, I like to say that when I have my partner, I want my partner to know that I know them just as good as I know the back of my hand. Like, 
you don't have to ask me for any and everything. You don't have to tell me any and everything, like every issue or whatever, because I've learned you enough to to understand that. Mm -hmm. I feel like where I am currently is I want to do that first. I don't want to come into a space. And of course, in our lifestyle, we talk about communication is such a big deal and making sure you vet someone. And I remember um, I was in a clubhouse room and they actually were talking about this. They were like, I don't really feel like people are are really vetting the way that they say they are. And I really sat with that because a lot of people aren't. Like a lot of people aren't vetting. They think that when we're talking about vetting someone, we're talking about what are your hard limits? What are your soft limits? You know, how do you want this dynamic to go? Are you a 24 seven lifestyler or do you just like it in the bedroom? Mm -hmm. You know, how do you, how do you maneuver through those things? And it's just like, um, what about like you and what, and not on like a superficial, like what's your favorite color and stuff like that. But like, if you're having a bad day, can you feel comfortable coming to me and expressing that Mm -hmm. and me being aware enough to give you that space give you that safe space you can vent not vent whatever but not make it about me right really connecting in that way really understanding your partner in that way and building that level of intimacy where you really get to know them and everything like I remember one of my homegirls she was like you just need to get on a dating app and just like have a good time and it's just like I don't want to do the swipe left swipe right like I don't I don't yeah I don't know and maybe I'm just I'm just not that girl I'm just I'm just not that woman this is not for me because I like to feel like I'm in someone's space maybe it's because I have a lot of Scorpio placements I want to be in your skin like I want to be up in your business (laughs) like first like you know first couple of dates I'm a you know I'm gonna keep it cool I'm gonna keep it chill but mm-hmm. at one point, some point, I'm going to try to be up in your business, like all in your shirt, just like, and that's what I, I want. And mm-hmm. I just noticed that when sex was on the table and like everybody knew that up front, that want to really build a close, like intimate relationship mm-hmm. wasn't a priority. I mean, you know, and, and in all honesty, it, it, there's no reason for it to be. If, it, if there's no if there's no restrictions if there's nothing you know holding anybody back there's no reason to be like i think we talked about this before with um giving flowers mm-hmm. and it's like you know if you find yourself in this position where you know a person hasn't given you anything mentally or physically you know to connect y'all with each other and what's the what's stopping them from doing this with the next person because there's nothing there it's like you know it's, it's it's not really anything that's you know stopping them other than the fact that you guys are smashing that's that's it like that's that's all y'all got like yeah. it's clear. you know there's there's not okay well i know they're not feeling this right now so you know what can i do to make that situation better it's like it's like you said like you want to know without asking mm-hmm. and it's like how do you know when all your when all and everything that you have is based off of the physical touch and the dynamic like that's it yeah i also think that people forget that when when it comes to like celibacy and bdsm specifically i feel like people forget this is an energetic thing Mm -hmm. this is a very energetic very mental thing time emotional (laughs) like like a lot of people think that bdsm and like ds dynamics are just you know relationships with a kink like a relationship just with like oh they got a paddle they got a whip they got chained you know a flogger you know all these different things that's just it and it's Mm -hmm. like no there's a different level of energy that is exchanged when you are coming into connection with this person like that so hell yeah like I want to take my time to ensure that we're both making the right choice for who you know who we're with because it is that deep I remember when I first like came to the lifestyle for real I was like it's not that deep like it's not that serious and this is definitely a testament to my growth (laughs) no 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 yeah it's it's it was that first it was that first feeling or sense of responsibility for me. And that's when I was like, 
yeah, yo, you gotta, yeah. you gotta actually take this serious. Like this isn't, this isn't a game. Like this isn't, this isn't play play. Like this yeah. is, this is real. Like you're, you're, you're garnering somebody's full, full attention and full, you know, release of power. Like that's, it's, it's honestly, I would say the, the, it was scary. Like the first moment, just finding out that you had this control because it's like, yeah, you could be dominated in a regular relationship, but it doesn't garner somebody fully giving up every every single bit of their control. Like, and that's, I feel like, what's different. Like, it's everything a other relationship is supposed to be in the end mm-hmm. Because you have, you know, you have put yourself in a position where now you're responsible for a lot. You're responsible for a whole human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know when I was really like becoming more open with being like a black woman in BDSM and being a submissive, very specific. If mm-hmm. you're a brat, like whatever. If you know <laughs> you're a rope bunny, cool, you a switch, cool. But it's like when the black women start talking about how, oh yeah, I'm a submissive, it's like, oh girl, you lazy, or oh girl, you don't want to take responsibility for your life, and like all this different stuff. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. I take full responsibility for my life. And I also trust myself enough to choose a partner that will choose me and I allow them to lead me in this way, to dominate me in this way. And I just feel like across the board, like submissive, dominance, like tops, bottoms, the whole nine, everyone has a right to be very specific or however like picky they want to be. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to celibacy, this is me being, this is me being picky. And it's, it's very easy. It's been a very easy road. It's been a fun, funny thing where yeah. I'll meet someone, they'll be interested, they'll send me a message on like Fet Life or something like that. Mm-hmm. Cool, great, fine and dandy. Everybody kikiing, it's a great time. And then it's as if like I just drop a bomb. Yeah. Scatter, like everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I know I made a post like recently um, on FetLife actually just like to clear the air mm-hmm. and people to get out of my DMs. Baby, I'm celibate. So like everything that you're like throwing at me right now, I could give a fuck about. Like I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. So like Absolutely. save your breath, save your time and mine. Okay. <laughs> because I don't want to, I don't want to play partner. Right. Because I just don't feel like what I desire in a relationship where I am now is it it requires more than just like play. Right. Just like a scene like here and there. Right. Like I I don't want that at all. I really and truly and I feel like you're the same way of really wanting that DS dynamic that is that for you. Like, yep. That's my girl. Yeah, right. that's her. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. No worries. We right. can be in the same room together. Y'all might not know a hill of beans what the fuck is going on. But when <laughs> I see her and she see me, we know what's up. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you know, honestly though, like that's that's kind of one of those things where like when you first tell somebody, like, and especially like, I mean, like the people that I knew when I first told them, like, you're what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and it's a real like shadow. I, yeah, like I had somebody like really trying me, and it was like I was like, nah, bro, like I'm so serious. It's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you'll be calling back. It's just like, oh, okay, well, I'm really not. <laughs> really I... not. <laughs> you legit <laughs> might not hear from me again. Right, you're not gonna hear from me again. That's the reason why I started creating a cemetery in my phone book in my my contact list. I love it. Just like I'm gonna scroll down here to see. Here lies all the people who. <laughs> Man, listen, this just builds up, and it's, it's just crazy. Like I mean, I'm I mean, I've had like I think like the first time I ever like told somebody like I was a bit like yeah yeah it was like, like I was a whole whole I was like oh. What, you you doing that man whatever yeah you, you'll stop soon it's just like all right well you know i guess that's that's how you feel about it <laughs> i can't really change it so it, like, makes, yeah. it makes my head hurt because yeah. like, when i talk about celibacy to other men and i mean some women too to each his own 
Like if you are unable to, or you don't want to create a level of intimacy without sex, like that's completely up to you. But when you hear that idea or you hear that practice from somebody, turning around and then being like, well, how are you going to build intimacy? That makes me question like what, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like there are levels because of- Because int- most people think intimacy is physical. That's, that's basically what it is. Google, Google levels <laughs> of intimacy. And that's just how, that's how my brain and body works. I'm aware that not everyone is like that. And that is okay for me in my house. <laughs> I believe in Google searches. <laughs> right, right. But it's just like, okay, you can't, or like, I understand that people can't build intimacy outside of sex because they've never been given the challenge to figure that out. One, Absolutely. and they also do not like the person who they are with enough to figure Facts. that out. Facts. <laughs> and to Facts. me, that just feels like you should not be with them unless you're there to be a play partner to fuck around. Like it's just real lighthearted and cute. I definitely get that. Please mm-hmm. go have fun. Have a hot girl, hot boy step summer, hoochie daddy shorts. Have them out. Like have yeah. a great time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's honestly. Um, I think that one of the things that people confuse with somebody choosing to go with this route of you know, choosing to sustain from a lot of stuff is if you, if you have this, this, this notion in your head that you're going to find, you know, everything by just doing this one act with somebody and it, and it doesn't happen. And then you move on and you keep moving on and you keep moving on because you haven't slowed down to stop and think like, dang, cause like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just keep it a buck. Like, I feel like something's wrong with me. Like that's why I legit chose to do it. Like do do it the first time. I was like, yo, something's gotta be wrong with me. Because I keep ending up in these situations where I'm in unhealthy relationship after unhealthy relationship after unhealthy relationship. Where does it stop? Right. So and I just realized there was this one aspect that was kind of kind of going towards that way. Like, and not saying that, you know every single situation that you run into is going to do that but it's a way of weeding them out like if you can't trust me enough to to give me that time to figure this whole thing out and figure you out and get enough information of what i feel like is necessary you can bounce (laughs) it takes a lot of self-discipline and like radical honesty to understand that like yeah sure i may like this cat he may be real cool he may be very generous and all this great shit but if he's not willing to if I'm not willing to put out and he's not willing to continue to show up for me, I have to have the discipline enough to be like, all right, well, I gotta, I gotta go. And I don't care. The next one may be, I mean, fine. Like just Vin Diesel, just fine. I still can't. (laughs) I have to be disciplined enough to be like, all right, I can't do that because I set the intention that I wanted this to be or I wouldn't break my celibacy until I was in connection with someone who I felt comfortable enough and like worthy enough to do that with. And that takes time and effort and a lot of long nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the big days at the gym. Yeah, the, listen, the gym. Pilates has been gold. I've been doing great. <laughs> doing push-ups for breakfast no i'm not hungry no no, no. good good to go yeah no it's no it's, it's it's something it's like with any discipline um you know if you're not if you're learning something if you don't possess the discipline to just to challenge yourself what are you what are you really what are you really doing like if you really wanted to be really a photographer if you really wanted to be a photographer he said, oh my God, I'm telling everybody I'm be a photographer, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a photographer, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And you've never taken a discipline to to learn your craft. You don't, you don't, you don't know what the buttons on your camera mean. You don't know what type of lighting you're shooting in. You don't know how to edit your photos. You don't know how to do any of this stuff. But yeah. you keep telling everybody you want to be a photographer. So it's like if people keep saying talking about, oh yeah, I want to be a lover. I want to have a girlfriend. I want to have a people relationship. Just the title. They just want the title. But you're not, you're not putting any work in to do it. Yeah. You're not putting any real work in it. Oh, I want to be the, I want to be the best boyfriend. Ever. I want to be the best husband ever. I want to be the best partner ever. But you haven't taken not man single step to do so because you think you already have the tools to do it. 
but yet you've been in you've been in a bunch of failed relationships yeah and not to say that the one that you're in is is gonna fail but you still have that baggage on you of that you're not you're not perfect for your partner yeah there are other tools that you need to succeed not just the tools that you've learned along the way not science but people be trying to make it (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's just work it's it's, if you want to get better at something you work for it so i think like that's what that's what stops people a lot because they don't want to work at it they don't want to put that time in Mm -hmm. if somebody don't want to put time in fuck it (laughs) (laughs) not literally yeah yeah no not literally leave literally alone for a little bit but Yeah, it's it's um, but it's a journey though. It's a journey. Um, so I'm, uh, you know, excited about and excited for the end result. Um, I hope it gets me to where I want to be. Yeah, same piece. Well, to switch gears just a little bit, um, you shared with me a funny. I'm gonna call it a conspiracy theory about Tinkerbell, and I would love if you <laughs> shared it with the audience. So, um, just watching it, I feel like um, Tinkerbell and Peter Pan have a BDSM dynamic. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is Tinkerbell behaves like an out-of-control brat, for one. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> she is very territorial of, uh, of Peter, for two, because um, old girl really tried to take out Wendy with some poison. Then when Peter was about to drink it, like Wendy, I mean, uh, Tinkerbell went ahead and she drank it. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, she ride or die, but she crazy as hell. Like she went, she went with it and she let it be, she let it be known. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Tinkerbell and pretty much any other woman that calls herself Tinkerbell is, you know. Not anybody who calls herself Tinkerbell. You sorry. I'm sorry. That was shady bad. man. That was- that was a jab. Uh, I apologize. Yeah, I see. You mean <laughs> violent. Okay. Right. I apologize. <laughs> but I mean, I also cannot disagree um, as somebody who was gifted the name, um, gifted the name Tinkerbell and has fallen madly in love with it. Um, especially because I love Tinkerbell, like in general, like as a general thing to know about me, Tinkerbell, love, love. If there's a, a, a graphic designer, wink, wink, who would like to create me into some sort of like Tinkerbell <laughs> character, that would be fire. Um, <laughs> going ahead and put a little request out there. But yes, I would have to agree um, when it comes to, but I don't, I don't categorize myself as a brat. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I may have little, I like to say witty tendencies you know because i'm very witty um i can be a little sarcastic um i think that word just gets thrown out too much (laughs) right it's just yeah everybody and their mama when you ask them what their dynamic is they just throw brad out there and i just instantly like roll my eyes because i'm just like sure (laughs) a lot of a lot of doms and tops for that matter who simply have just I don't know if it's like a burnout type of thing. It but is. It's like over the brat it is. Like situation. Even those who I've met who are quote unquote like the brat tamers, they're also mm. just like, okay. Because it's just gotten to the point of you just, you're just doing stuff because of that. That's what you think you're supposed to do. Yeah. And you're just, you're just acting out to act out or you're causing problems to cause problems. And a lot of people don't want that friction. Like we, we live in a society where, we have a lot of other stuff going on. I don't need you just flipping out every other time because that's what you think you're supposed to do as a brand. Yeah. No, it's not. I definitely started, when I started my journey into kink and BDSM, I heavily identified as a brat. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I remember taking my first like BDSM test, I was 100% brat. I don't even think it was maybe like two years later, I took the test again. Brat went from number one to like, halfway if not lower nowadays it's at the bottom of the totem pole so (laughs) I think it also comes with like just learning yourself because I think it's I think to some degree um like for those who fit under the pretense of of being a brat perfect for you love that for you but I think that sometimes people come into it 
thinking that I'm gonna go for bread because in my vanilla it's the easiest thing that yeah yeah, it matches what they think that message that message what they think like a BDSM DS dynamic is supposed to be one and then two in my last relationship with old nigga he wasn't paying attention to me so now I'm gonna cut up the way I wanted to with him with you and I because I know you're gonna give me that attention I know you're gonna give me that play and that energy that I wanted and it's just like you need to go to therapy versus trying to identify with being a brat <laughs> therapy baby and I know therapy is not accessible to all but let me tell you how I have a wonderful sensuality coaching one-on-one segment we have eight weeks together child consultation is $75 an hour and we can work from there because baby yeah. sometimes yeah, and I'm speaking from experience yeah, I was like, I'm a brat. It's a bit much. <laughs> it's a bit much to deal with. Like, it's a bit much to to deal with. Absolutely. Like, I'm a, almost at a point of like, yo, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's been yeah. so interesting to hear that from other doms across the board, male, female, non-binary, anyone who identifies as like that top dominant energy hearing that so consistently was just like it was so interesting to me because at one point in my journey being the brat was like being the it girl like if you are the brat you are that like you are that bitch like okay but yes in the case of tinkerbell because i identify that is that's my my name you don't know that you mind and that's it like You so that know. part doesn't change. Okay, cool. I see it. No, it doesn't change. <laughs> I may not. I'm not. I'm not a brat. I don't identify as a brat. I may be a little, you know, I'm feisty. That I am. I am feisty. But yeah, that's like, that's daddy. Like that's, I don't know who you think you're getting real like he's cutie with, but hey, I am here as well. Hello. Like the only time that I would really sit back and relax and I can say this on like a 60 70% basis if like me and my partner we we haven't told like anybody like we don't post each other on socials like we we don't do that sort of thing like everything is very private like for us and those closest to us so how do you feel about it to be honest I I like it like but that's because I love being able to play in public right. in that way like I'm a I'm a sucker for like nonverbals eye contact and things like that across Mm -hmm. I'm a sucker for it because I'm a slow burn kind of kind of woman like if you Mm -hmm. really want to get me going start Mm -hmm. me at the event when we get in the parking (laughs) lot and then like we just gonna go all night (laughs) until we get back home you know so I enjoy that I also enjoy being able to come into a room and witnessing my partner in their greatness and nobody is looking at me like, oh, that's your man. Like, oh, that's your da da da. Don't, I don't, I, j- and I'm the same way. 100% agree. <laughs> <laughs> I 100% agree. And it's like, it's hard that, and it's, it's something that people don't quite understand about, as far, especially like if you are in like the social media, you know, world, it is irritating to put your relationships up out there and have people either dissect it or put their tense in in it on it or then all of a sudden you know if you do have an issue where you guys break up now it's publicized now it's oh what happened now people are getting followed now people are getting blocked and reported and all kind of stuff and it's just like I don't want that I'm not a celebrity I don't need my relationships out there Oh, you're a celebrity because on TikTok, you almost have 60,000 followers. I don't want to hear it. You are a celebrity. And yes, for my ladies who are listening to this man, this is his real voice. This is how he sounds every single time I fucking talk to him. And okay. No comment. The voice really be doing it. Okay. So I just woke up. That's why I sound like Not you just woke up. sick of you because that's not it no it's okay i'm gonna leave the tiktok in the show notes and y'all can go ahead and listen get a listen get a grab get a follow a like share a comment whatever you want to do um the voice really be doing it the face also helps as well you know what I mean? but well, i, I you're welcome 
I enjoy also, I, I enjoy enjoying my relationship. And it's not on like, a, oh, you want everything to be private because he out here doing dirt. She out here doing bullshit. No, like I really enjoy keeping my relationship close to me. Yes, yeah, my relationship, like my close friends, my close family. Yeah, they may know. They'll know, mm-hmm. of course, at some point. But like, I'm not going to be heavily integrating them like all like no yeah i'm gonna show you off here and there but y'all gonna see a handhold y'all gonna see like a shoulder you know like a soft launch of my man i'm gonna give y'all that right right. (laughs) and then if i'm getting one singular thigh you You know what i'm saying like there's no i just want to i want to enjoy my relationship and like people really feel the reason why i enjoy that type of privacy not mm-hmm. secrecy but privacy right. is because people feel very entitled right i said this sure. in my last episode y'all know my business i've told y'all i'm celibate y'all didn't learn that i don't have food poisoning i was sick as a dog like all these different kinds. y'all know my business right i talk about sex here very often right that does not mean that you are entitled to anything regarding my personal relationship. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. So like, I just enjoy that, like, yeah. and I enjoy sitting in my greatness at my event, doing my thing, whatever, and I can just see my partner across the room, just like, like, yep, yeah, that's my girl. Like, that's that's look like you absolutely. know, absolutely. Might send a quick little little message or something. Yeah, like let's say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah good good i see you right here like, yeah you know blowing blowing up the comments too you know it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's just like everybody doesn't have to know your stuff but i mean yeah. some people some people like that they gotta they gotta have people just know what's going on in their lives and me personally i'm not one of them i really don't like people y'all gonna like y'all gonna know i'm in a relationship yeah who what when where how why baby we'll be two years in before i really get to just cut that marriage on the cusp you know what i'm saying the engagement was six months ago i'm just really (laughs) you ain't gonna know till a baby drop that's about it it's just point blank period because it makes me think of there was this one woman who i followed for years rashad I was following her for years, at least like four years. That woman mm. got engaged, married, and she had three kids. Mm. She posted videos on YouTube. I think it was like three days out the week. Mm. Very active on Instagram. Mm. Saw nothing. Mm. We knew that her weight was fluctuating because like her like her face would get a little fatter or whatever. Mm. But like, that's what I strive for. We were just over here speculating. Cause that's I was, I was in the comments. I'm not ashamed. Okay. That's, that's like, that's like, uh, he would be commenting on my stuff talking about, oh, he in a relationship. I'm like, with who? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you getting this information from? Who right, told cool. you that? Okay, whatever. Who oh, his that? girl be watching the comments. Where? <laughs> who? Who be watching these comments? Cause, uh, yeah. Like, getting yelled at about some comments i don't know nothing about it and like i don't i don't like that people think that just because like you and i enjoy relationships where things are private that it's mm. like oh he's hiding you or she's hiding you right. from something right there's a, a a a good line of privacy and secrecy because mm. if your nigga yo your lady like you trying to post her and they like why like giving you real issue yeah then okay mm-hmm. okay but if like you know that you just don't i don't i don't want it on on the socials yeah i feel like i feel like um if you know, know you know will and jada had this 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 kind of um exchange and it was like he's out he's out there in the public if he doesn't want you know certain things out there you know that's a boundary like if you're telling somebody that you want them to take their boundary away because it satisfies you, maybe y'all shouldn't be together. Yeah. Like if somebody has to take away something to satisfy you, then maybe you guys shouldn't be together. And I the boundary always, is one of them. 
Absolutely. I like to say, I got this from my old therapist. She used to say, if you have a boundary that pisses people off, keep it. Mm-hmm. If it makes other people uncomfortable and stuff like that, they giving you lip, sass, whatever, keep it. Keep it yeah. for a long time yeah. because it's really showing and proving how people really think about how you operate in your life. Yeah. Speaking of how you operate in your life, um, you guys, I told you he, Rashad has really become a, a good friend of mine and he is, he's a bit of a movie buff. We kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, so he's introduced me to a lot of trash movies and good movies okay so in turn i had to introduce him to trash tv if you do not know um that means that you're not following me on any of my socials and you should um centrally underscore divine um follow me there because i talk about this every so often i love a good trash tv segment and so So I introduced him because he's such a movie buff. Like he is always talking about how he loves the movie. When I introduced him to Acrimony, he complained from top to bottom. The CGI is crazy. The (laughs) plot. He has so much to say, but Acrimony is fire. Okay. Taraji had superpowers. Okay. Superpowers. That's how she got to a boat. That's a. That's how she got back on that boat, and she got back on the boat dry. Okay not gonna ruin the dress period shout out to Tyler Perry <laughs> shout out <laughs> you know what we can do an episode about Tyler Perry on your but I introduced him to trash tv and specifically the best one of the best but one of my top five love and hip-hop Atlanta and so I told him Boy, one of the worst things ever <laughs> I think we made it to episode eight. Is that right? Uh, I'll stop counting. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. basically, yeah. we have been doing this thing where he will pick a movie that is horrid. Therefore, I all he has to also watch something that is terrible. Uh, what was the one that I had to I had to watch? What was that called? Knock knock. Knock knock, and then there was one other. Oh, abducted in plain sight. In plain sight. So I watched those two movies. If y'all want to be fucking sick, (laughs) annoyed, angry, (laughs) like if you really need like some gumption for my ladies to go cuss your man out because he get on your nerves, those are the things that you should go watch. That's what you should go watch. I'm okay. not advocating to break up the homes. Ass, so I'm, I'm really not. I didn't say break up the home. <laughs> I didn't say break up the home. I just said, you know, get them together real quick because it's getting on your nerves. That. Right. right. <laughs> Tinkerbell. Right. I like a little bit of chaos, but like, right. we still going to be here. Okay. Because <laughs> let me tell you how Peter Pan ain't going nowhere. Apparently. That's <laughs> <laughs> That man is in a situation. He is in never, never land. Having a great time. Mm-hmm. Great time. But I did tell Rashad that I would give him time to vent on the show about love and hip hop. I oh, chose the best franchise, it Atlanta. Is it is one of the worst shows ever created. <laughs> and I feel... Like, oh my God. <laughs> it's hard to even put it in words because when I tell you everybody is on the show that is messy. Everybody. The the moms, the the daughters, the boyfriends, the friends, people people supposed to be friends, they ain't friends, people starting stuff at birthday but It's just it's just it's it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't I don't understand it. Like it's a lot of toxic just everything. <laughs> Then like the show tries to get serious, but then they turn around and it's it's just not it's not it's just a lot it's a lot. It's... So let's make let's make a little game out of this. Just to, like okay. pull it together with BDSM. Okay. okay, I'm gonna throw out some names. It's the couples. Okay, I'm not gonna confuse you. It's the couples. Tell me what you think their dynamic would be, or like where they would fit. Whether like a dom sub whatever the case may be okay so i'm gonna give you the couples and then you tell me what you think okay Okay. if you need any reminders i'll help (laughs) 
So starting with Kirk and Rashida. I would say she's a switch. I can see that. I guess he would. Mm, this is hard because he has like really like bitch tendencies. So um, I mean, I guess he would be a dom, but like bitch tendencies. I don't know if that's a thing. I guess I'll go. With, I'll go with that. You gonna I'll, give say it he, I'll say he's a dom with bitch tendencies, and um, she's a switch. She's a switch. Switch. Yeah. I definitely agree with. I definitely yeah. agree with. For him, yeah, I would say that they were both switches, just because he does have bitch tendencies. Yeah, I guess I. Yeah, I can. I can. I can see that. I can see it. Or at least, let me not. Let me not do that to switches. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll leave there. So. Mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm. has those tendencies just just being like real flip floppy, like. Mm-hmm. That nigga went I'm just like <laughs> the fact that he really. But I remember you were livid, <laughs> and you remembered this. This is how I know that you were sick of Kurt. You like, yeah. didn't he? Didn't he do a DNA test on his own son? Yeah, that's this. You were so sick. Okay, next couple. Um, one of my favorites, Tammy and Waka. Oh, definitely, definitely a DS, a strong DS relationship. Absolutely. I, I would say, I would say they're probably yeah, like they're probably the bright side, bright side of that wretched show. Yeah, um, they're the most healthiest. I would yeah. say that, which that says a lot because their relationship at the time was pretty mm-hmm. rocky. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I would definitely say definitely strong DS dynamic for sure, for sure. Um, the next one, <laughs> Mimi and nico <laughs> i wish i could see how buck his eyes just <laughs> this is why i need to do um i need to record the podcast on youtube or something <laughs> um mate oh god <laughs> Oof. she is i would say she is a she's a switch i, I would i would see her as a switch um she does have like a lot of um dominant traits especially when it comes to their relationship yeah he he is uh, <laughs> watching how he operates and manipulates or tries to manipulate things mm-hmm. i would say he would give off a lot more characteristics of like a master role i can see that because he is very very it's really his way controlling. Of yeah it's, it's like a controlling thing and yeah so i would give that to him which i which is why i would never see their relationship working honestly yeah i would say that's what i was gonna say she Mm -hmm. gives bottoming or she gives like like wanting to dominate from the bottom you know what i mean right like she says that she's you know this submissive like bottom type but then when she's placed in that dynamic she's like i want to control from the bottom like i want to control mm-hmm. but i definitely agree with like those kind of switch switch tendencies and him being like very master um and all that stuff wow we really be talking a whole lot okay we're gonna wrap this up anyways oh and how can i forget about this couple um because you made so many jokes about them bambi and scrappy <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be our vanilla couple straight up vanillas i just maybe i haven't seen enough of them but they're giving off strong vanilla vibes strong vanilla vibes mm. okay okay um last couple because of course we have to take the best for last um stevie and jocelyn God, i knew you was gonna ask for this one um <laughs> they have a very um animalistic type of relationship and um absolutely and i could really see them being into like pet play heavy <laughs> heavy <laughs> um, i i just because she's definitely a pixie pup it's just is there like heavily and he is like i can see him as a brat tamer yeah i could see brad tamer i could see him as a brad tamer i wouldn't call him a full i wouldn't say he's a full dom i could see him as a brad tamer because jocelyn is definitely a brat she's i mean she's gonna throw a fit in every single in every single bit of the word uh, i would say that that's 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 my take on it giving chaos until daddy is like all right get your shit (laughs) very much so well i like your answers this was a fun game i'm glad that i i voiced it (laughs) i appreciate it (laughs) you did good 
Yeah, it was, it was hard trying to trying to pin them together. So yeah, I I was really I was like I had to actually remember parts of the show that I wanted to forget. So <laughs> that's why I said if you needed help, like I was a lifeline mm-hmm. if you needed it. But you did good. You did good. See, look at you. I know you like loving hip hop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this has been tons of fun. I hope that we'll have another episode soon together. Um, Absolutely. We'll, we'll find something else to come and talk about. Before we go, please share where everyone can find you. Listen, I have 43 different <laughs> <laughs> social media tags. Uh, let's see, there's the Rashad Experience on TikTok, King of My Craft uh, Instagram, King of My Craft, all spelled, you know, the proper way. <laughs> there is visuals by Rashad, which is my photography page. There is the Bearded Throne podcast, which is the the podcast page, and um, I think that's good. I think that's good because everything else is just like just it's just too much. Oh well, shout I, out I mean, to the link tree because I will put the link tree and the Instagram yes, and the um, Patreon everything. Yes, the link tree is uh King Rashad, so. Um, everything is on there all the links are on there so you don't have to go guessing <laughs> so everything is on there uh yeah it's fun this was um this was fun this was fun um uh, i definitely uh enjoyed the the questionnaire at the end <laughs> caught me by surprise i was like ah, okay i really gotta think on this because uh yeah. you know it just popped in my head and i just mm-hmm. gotta go for it i like it i like it I like that. I like it. I had a good time with it. It was very interesting. We we were on the same, the same, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. that for sure. Especially with like Bambi and Scrappy. Just yeah, yeah. Vanilla. That is, that is vanilla. <laughs> Unless I see something different, like that is vanilla because yeah. he has no bark to his bite at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like and she just butterfly head. So yeah, I, I would I would say definitely that. for sure but thank you so much for stopping by absolutely absolutely and thank you guys for listening i am literally going to go find something to drink we have been talking for a long time and i need water my goodness um but i hope you guys have a good morning noon night whenever you're listening to this um don't forget to like comment share and subscribe to the podcast um you can also get or find all podcast updates on instagram at the layer podcast with two underscores if you want to follow me where i cut up and have a great time um you can follow me at sensually underscore divine if you love the sexy, sensual, a little explicit kind of things, um, you can find me on OnlyFans um, at sensually.divine. I'm actually going to be doing a live session and toy review on Saturday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if you want a sneak peek, if you want to learn some more, you want to get connected in that way, you can find me over there at sensually.divine. So do not mix that up because if you mix that, if you enter that in Instagram, you will not find me. Instagram essentially underscore divine only fans essentially dot divine all podcast updates are at the layer podcast with two underscores not one two um just to give you guys a heads up we will be doing a little rebranding so if you get to the podcast page you get to my personal page you see a bit of different things happening do not be alarmed i am not leaving you we're just elevating some things um you know because new seasons, new things. We have to, we have to move. We have to grow. If you're interested in anything regarding sensuality empowerment coaching, if you're wanting certain enchantment oils to help you through your sensuality, your sexuality journey, do not forget to shop Sensually Divine. Um, if you have questions regarding sensuality coaching, as I mentioned earlier, you can um, send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, um, or even wanting to book any hesitancies, all of those things, you can send me an email at info at gmail.com. So questions, inquiries about sensuality empowerment coaching, info at gmail.com, um, or you can go directly to the website with the shop, all of my ways to work with me, and all of those wonderful things. But anyways, enough rambling. I need water. So (laughs) I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye.
Hey, you